Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Blizzard Watch podcast, where we talk about lots of things, including Blizzard Entertainment and its many games. Occasionally, we go somewhere else, but those are the main focus. Uh, with me this week are my two fantabulous and not at all jewel-encrusted, we discovered earlier, uh, co-hosts, oh. Liz Harper and Joe Perez. If you guys are jewel-encrusted, feel free to just tell me. I'll be perfectly okay with that, and I won't show up at your houses to to pluck jewels off of you. No, I don't have jewel. I'm not jewel encrusted. Although I do have this really sweet uh, one of 250 only cards in the world, so I'm pretty happy about that. Nice. What is it? <laughs> uh, we should have talked about it in the pre-show, but uh, you know, as we we're talking about, it, I play Magic the Gathering. They do these things called serialized cards in a lot of their sets, and um, there's a very limited number of cards that get printed. Uh, in, you know, those, and it's usually like 500 cards of each type and they're foil and etched and all sorts of prettiness. Um, I happened to pull, uh, one over the weekend after we were done with our pre-release, I, I went home with a, a collector's box, which is something I normally don't do. And on my third pack, I opened number zero five, two out of two, five, zero. I got a palindrome serialized card. It's the only one of it in nice. the entire world. And I'm very happy. It's my jewel. 100%. Hey. Liz, you got anything that an uh, interested treasure hunter might be coming over to get? Uh-huh. They wouldn't, though. Nope, nope, definitely, definitely no, no, no treasures. Nope, just me. Well, Liz, you She's are a treasure. A She's got a statue <laughs> with big jewel eyes in her house. We're going to climb on it and pull them out. It's going to be the Dungeon Master's <laughs> Guide cover all over again. I love that cover. That is like one of my favorite bits of D&D nostalgia is seeing when somebody puts a big statue with jewel eyes in the background of a scene and you've got people climbing on it, trying to pull the gems out. That is like just my ultimate uh, Easter egg. I love that so much, I, but that's got nothing to do. With what no, no, it doesn't. Out. But randomly, I'm just going to start leaving little, uh, little 3D printed uh, Moloch idols around for people just like you, Matt. Yeah, it's, it is my favorite thing. Um Anyway, though, we do have lots to talk about. It's been kind of a, it's been a, a very long February. Uh, it's February 6th, but it feels like it's February 60th. Uh, lots going on in a very yeah, small amount of time. Right. Go ahead, Liz. That's, that's true. It feels, hmm, it's, it's been a crazy month. Somehow, yeah. already. Yeah, it's, it has, there's been a lot going on. Um, I, f- I, I just, I'm just going to jump in and say, the first thing up is, the first thing I wrote down for us to talk about is Diablo 4 has got its Lunar Awakening. Um, that started today and it will be going until the 20th, I believe. Uh, and it's essentially a two week lunar festival type thing for Diablo four, where you you go to Kel Bardu and there's a person to talk to Ying Yue, I think her name is. And she tells you the, the basics of the holiday. And then you run around trying to find shrines to click and you do that and you get a big XP boost. Uh, I am now level 23 on this character who was level, I think 15. Uh, so I, I did pretty well, considering I started playing at four o'clock, uh, and so I only got an hour in before I had to start getting ready for like you know food and and then this podcast. And I got like I think yeah twenty three fifteen. So I got like eight hour eight levels in that amount of time, which is really fast for Diablo four in my opinion. Especially like lower levels are faster than upper higher mm-hmm. levels anyway. But still, I have not done eight in less than an hour before. So I'm definitely feeling the XP boost, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and leveling has really speeded up since uh, season two, I believe. They really yeah. kind of amped it up, and you you feel it. You yeah. feel it now. Yeah, it's definitely much much quicker than it was in, in launch. There are still some periods I think could could stand a bit more buff than they got. Like I think once you get above level eighty, it definitely starts to slow down. Mm-hmm. But but regardless, I do I do think it's it's in a 
much better place now. Uh, also, one thing I wanted to point out really fast that I was looking through the patch notes. They, they put out a patch last week and uh, they, they nerfed vampiric affixes pretty is pretty extensively. Um, essentially they have them anywhere that having them is something you can do and not have it be a ridiculous number. For example, uh, on, on the first tier, um, which I think is the, like, I don't know if it's called. I think the second tier is veteran. I know that much. Uh, first one's adventurer's tier, I think. Might be the other way around. But regardless, uh, on the first tier, it's like goes from, t- went from 10% to 5% heal. On the second tier, it went from like, uh, it went down to 10% from, I think, 20%. The third tier, uh, it went from 35% to 15%, which is more than half, but that's because no one wanted the 17.5%. Uh, so yeah, they, they took it down to 15%. And on tier four, uh, the hardest difficulty in, in the game currently, it went from 50% to 25%. And I think that's great. I think that Vampiric is the worst affix because it's really bad for anybody who can't get out of the way of the attack when mm. the boss pops his, his Vampiric and now he's, you have to essentially run away from them. And not all classes are as good at running away from things as others. It's practically an anthem to a barbarian to run away from something. <laughs> like the whole point of this class is that I'm not going to run from things. Uh, but nope, gotta gotta run away. And unfortunately, I used my little speed thing. So yeah, uh, I'm happy with, with that change. They're talking about other changes to Vampiric in the future. But the thing I wasn't happy about was something I just found out about because Liz knew about it. Um, I guess Rob Ferguson, who Rod Ferguson, who's you know the uh, the lead of Diablo Four, posted today on his his I'm gonna just call it Twitter, uh, posted on his Twitter. I don't I don't can't get around calling it the X. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, but he posted that they're essentially the 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 leaderboards were supposed to start uh, the Gauntlet leaderboards. It was supposed to start on February 13th, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. now it's been indefinitely postponed. We don't know when they're going to make an announcement soon for the new date. Go ahead, well, Liz, I hear you were getting ready to talk. I mean, they he didn't say that they weren't... He didn't make it sound like they're going to announce it soon. No, he I said mean, that he we will... Literally, anything. he said that they were going to announce the new launch date in a future post. That's what he said. Yeah. He didn't specify but when. He, he only said it's still going on for season three. But season three also just started. Seasons last about three months. So that's not really a promise. I mean, one of the things he said is that they delayed it for to give it more polish. And I kind of wonder, okay, hasn't this been a feature you've been working on since launch? I mean, hasn't this, this was a planned launch feature? Actually, I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know if they plan to have it on launch, but they've been promising it to us since launch that this is coming. And now we had a date announced, and just before it was supposed to be released, it's like, oh, well, we need to polish it some more. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. So I think it's good. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I think it's good is because lately a lot of companies seem to think they can put something out in its buggiest, brokenest form yeah. and then just fix it later. Mm-hmm. And, and then they never do or they they do but like you know it takes forever because the thing wasn't ready and now you've introduced new problems to it yeah and it just it's one of those things where i i get being annoyed by this like and and i understand the like i i could see myself feeling that way uh, the reason i don't is because quite frankly i'm just burned out on games putting stuff out and then having to spend a lot of time playing catch up because they were motivated to po- put it out for other reasons than gameplay. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. 
Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Like, yeah. And a lot of times that comes from the top. The same people that will lay mm. you off uh, in a moment's notice are pushing you to spend more time just grinding things out as fast as you can to get them out. So, yeah, I, on the one hand, I, I get why, you know, how long does this really take? I understand that. But I'm right now, I'm still more or less on the side of, okay, if you need more time, take it. That's where I am on it. Joe? I'm always in a the camp of chill out, relax, like it'll get here when it gets here. And mm-hmm. I find it funny that the usually the most vocal people that are struggling with waiting for something are also the same folks that uh, tend to comment about how how much better things were when it was it was ready when it was ready. Uh, you can't have it both ways, friends. Um, so I'm I'm firmly in the camp of yes, would I like things to happen sooner? Sure, um, but I also acknowledge that I don't want a half baked, you know, put together with spit, hope, and duct tape code uh, feature. Mm-hmm. I'd rather chill and wait and have something that is actually you know finished and worthwhile. I think so. it is worth, though, I, I do think it is worth it to say, okay, what's the deal? Like, And I do hope that they give us what the deal is. Like, it, it, It's great when, com- when companies can give you the transparency. So they don't just say, well, it needs more polish. But when they make their announcement as to when it's actually coming out, it would be nice to be like, it turned out this was more complex than we realized, and we had to like do things differently. One of my favorite Diablo 4 stories is why, when you can teleport to the dungeon, they don't just teleport you into the dungeon. Uh, I don't know if you remember it from one of the, it was from one of the dev chats. They're talking about, they went to their engineers and were like, okay, the players really want this feature. And the engineer looked at it and goes, okay, I can give you two options. One is the one you want where you just teleport into the dungeon. I can have that for you in a year and a half. (laughs) Or the one where you teleport to just outside of the dungeon. I can have that for you in a month. Why? You know, and then he explained it to us, and I was sitting there going, "Oh my God, I'm never going to be able to explain this to anybody else." Like it was, it's sometimes these things just the way that the game is rigged and networked, it just doesn't work the way you you would want it to for things like that. And I I love it when they tell us that, but that doesn't mean they're going to. And I do get being frustrated because, like you know, if you're looking forward to leaderboards, mm. and if that's a that's a part of your gameplay that you really want to have, and you thought you were getting it like next week. And then they're like, you know, mm-hmm. with a week to go, they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're not. No. Oh, yeah, no, I, I totally get being frustrated about it. I'm not, I'm not going to diminish that at all. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I said that because I don't want people to think I'm dismissing them. Uh, Liz, um, anything I, else? I, I think the reason I'm feeling maybe a little weird about this is because of Overwatch. Because oh, yeah, I could see that. Overwatch promised us this really cool single-player campaign, and then it was like, like you said, Matt, they were like, oh, this is more complicated than we thought. We're going to do it. We're going to do it later. And then it was, uh, we're going to do it a little later, lunch a little. And it kept doing that until it was like, no, this is impossible and we're never going to do it. So maybe, I think maybe that's why I'm feeling a little weird about this, because it feels like this has been a known planned feature for a while. And now a week before it was supposed to launch, it needs more polish and they aren't launching it. So I'm just... Y'all are both totally correct. It's when it's ready is the time to release a game. 
and but games should Blizzard be polished. No longer, yeah, Blizzard, should be polished. But you're at the same time, Blizzard does no longer has that level of trust from you. Yeah, it doesn't. And, so I, I hear this and I kind of, yeah. I kind of worry like, okay, what, what was the planning disconnect here where you've had this feature that has always been in Diablo games, has been in Diablo games for years. And when Diablo 4 launched, this was going to be a feature you were going to add. And now just before it was going to launch, you're telling us, oh, actually, we're going to launch it later. I So, yeah, just I, I'm kind of weirded out by this last minute delay that was only announced on Twitter. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. I can totally see that like it, problem. It wasn't clearly, obviously communicated. Didn't they do so a dev water just, cooler like just before the patch went out? Yeah, they did. They, uh, you they feel like did, they, uh, they could have said something at that time. Uh, so it just feels a little uncoordinated and it feels a little last minute that they're like, oh, actually, no, we're doing this later. And it's not much of a proper announcement. I, I can't but, pretend to be surprised that Blizzard does weird things with their announcements, <laughs> though, because, God, they always do. I love you guys, think, but seriously, you you it's like you laid off a whole bunch of people that would have been responsible hmm. for that kind of thing. Huh. Not, that not that I'm spicy about that. Uh, hmm. And I mean, I overall, I think the Diablo team has been really, really good oh, yeah. Yeah, about absolutely. communication. Uh, Adam Pezradar has been really excellent about getting in front of questions and, uh, you know, really talking to the community, answering questions, being upfront and kind of honest about what's going on, or at least that's how it feels to me. So I think they've done really good work on communications, maybe better than most of the teams at Blizzard do. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just I'm just feeling a, a little weirded out by this, how strangely it was communicated and how sudden it was. And that's the kind of stuff sometimes like... A little bit of inside baseball here, but when you when your job isn't to basically wait constantly for any news from a game company, <laughs> you can kind of not not really notice that the way things are done kind of has a usual cadence and pattern. And when you don't get that, it's immediately like, wait a minute, why? Why? Oh yeah, it's it's yet? jarring, right? Like yeah, it, it, even if you don't pay attention to it consciously, you will notice it. Yeah, and and so I do think that that's worth pointing out. But I think at this point we should move on to talking about some other stuff because there is a lot of stuff to talk about, and we've kind of covered this part at least. Um, I wanted to actually uh, talk about the patch two ten point two point six stuff, uh, which is mm-hmm. interesting. They did a post today, kind of just saying the future of WoW, um, and one of the things they mentioned is that that patch ten point two point six is coming out in March. I don't think they gave us an exact date. I, I, no, if they, they did, didn't. I didn't see just, it. Yeah, just March. But um, it's not going to be on the PTR. It's not going to get tested beforehand. They're just going to drop it. Um, and then they're going to do a patch 10.2.6 PTR after that to test <laughs> season four, which, I mean, at least they're, t- t- they're testing the season four stuff, and that's good. But that means that they're going to have to keep it up for at least a couple of weeks before season four actually comes out, or what's the point of testing it? Yeah, probably a month. It's probably yeah. going to be a month-long PTR. So... That means we're getting 10.2.6 in March and then season four in April, mm-hmm. which kind of throws things off for me um, just in terms of thinking about it. But all we know for 10.2.6, they didn't say anything else, right? Because you uh, were the post they, uh, they said a lot else and the a lot else was just, we're not going to tell you anything because they want to preserve some surprise. It's not going to be on the PTR. It's not going to be data mined. They want you to log on fresh and be surprised by content in WoW. And they specifically brought up 
WoW Classic Season of Discovery as kind of a model for this, how people are logging on and enjoying finding things for the first time. And kind of like wanting to bring that into modern WoW with this patch that hasn't been on the PTR. So I think it's going to be really interesting. So all we know about it is that we aren't going to know anything about it. Yeah. And I mean, there are reasons why this is a kind of a scary idea. Um, we've all experienced, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we've all experienced it, but I experienced when I took a boat to supposedly go to <laughs> the you know, other side of the world to fight in a, in a scarab invasion from the, you know, the Silithid and ended up in stone Talon forever mm-hmm. on a boat that was just floating into stone Talon mountains. So yeah, there are bugs that can happen, but I do listen that those bug gave us captain placeholder. And that is my hero. I'm sorry. Admiral, <laughs> Admiral placeholder. I salute you, sir. But I mean, we do have to, you know, keep in mind that we, we live in an age where everything is dissected. And I mean, we, to a degree, we do the dissecting. So we're fully aware of it, mm, Yeah. but like, it is impossible to play world of Warcraft today with the same sort of, Oh, what's over there. Oh my, I didn't know that was over there. Sort of experience. Um, I remember the first time I accidentally rode into Kazakh. Like <laughs> I didn't know Kazakh lived there. I just, it's getting weird in this desert. It's all sort of like, why were there those, those demon people at the gate? I had to ride past. And what is that? You know, that's yeah. I mean, that doesn't I, really happen. I remember accidentally finding the gray main wall and and vanilla wow and being like, "Huh, their fear bulk here are not killing me. This is weird." Mm-hmm. And then there's just this wall. Why is this wall here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, I, I have felt like the season of discovery so far has been possibly my fa- my favorite game feature that I haven't gotten to play. <laughs> because I haven't gotten to play Season of Discovery, but I've loved everything I've read about it. I love the idea of it. I think it's really cool. Um, so if they can get that kind of thing into WoW, I don't want to dissuade them. Uh, I want to see what happens. Um, but, you know, I do, I'm do. i also aware that it could go very badly very quickly. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Joe, you got anything else or should we move on to talking? No, about you, you, guys, you guys covered everything I, that I would have said. Go ahead, Liz. I, I do want to note one small thing that Holly Longdale said about patch 10.2.6, that the only, the closest thing to a hint she gave us was that Blizzard has created what we think is a unique event inspired by past musings from the community, which that just, that just, my mind is kind of spinning on that little, on that phrase, past musings by the community, where that implies that this is something we would be familiar with, something we would know. And I just, I can't, I can't think of where we're going here, but I'm, I'm very interested to find out. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. That, that is interesting. Um, while we're talking World of Warcraft, and we did mention Season of Discovery already, uh, so as we're recording this, it's the January 6th. Uh, by the time you hear it, it will probably be February 8th or later, uh, which means that the f- Season of Discovery Phase 2 will have gone live probably by the time you're listening to this, unless you're listening to us as we record it, in which case you've got two days to wait. Uh, there's a lot going on in Phase 2. Uh, Nomergon is the f- level 40 raid. There's, yeah. You are leveling up to 40. There's a PvP mechanic, the Blood Moon uh, which allows you to PvP everyone. Uh, so there's there is a quite a lot going on, and a lot of stuff we you know we don't know about yet, um, like the locations of certain 
of those like they call runes that modify abilities, right? Yeah, they are called runes. Uh, we are yeah. getting new runes as well, uh, so that's going to be fun. Um, in phase two, we're getting runes for the belt and the boots and the bracers. Wait, do I have that right? I don't think I have that right. We're getting a couple new rune slots and a lot of new runes for all available slots. So, like, you're going to get cool new combinations. Uh, you get the, like you were saying, we get a, f a free-for-all PvP event in Stranglethorn. And actually, one of the things that I'm most interested in, as someone who, like Matt, has not found time to play Season of Discovery, but finds it super interesting, is that there is an experience boost for leveling up to level 25. So... If you log on in phase two and you're, you know, maybe a little bit under level or, you know, you level one. To play, yeah, I think I, I think I'm level eight. So I'm I'm somewhere. <laughs> but uh, you could catch up a little faster and get up to play this new stuff. Yeah, which is cool, uh, quite frankly. Uh, I, like I said, I, I think I've season discovery has been the best idea I've heard for WoW Classic since I heard of WoW Classic. Um and I've been very excited about it. And yet I've, I've, I think I started a character. I may have gotten out of Dolinar on that character, but I haven't gotten any further. Than that. Uh, mm. So yeah, I, I am hoping to get to play it. I think it sounds really cool. Um, but yeah, haven't really, haven't had a chance. <sighs> Joe, anything you, you have to say, or are you pretty much just, yeah, I like it too. And no, I'm good. Yeah. Time, time is the true enemy of gamers everywhere. It, it is really, I mean, we were talking about that on the pre-show, but yeah, it's, it's just, you know, I can't strap myself into a chair and just download every game into my brain simultaneously and just go. <laughs> um, like that episode of Star Trek where Barkley turned into a super intelligence. <laughs> you guys remember that one, right? Oh, yes. I just yeah. recently watched that. Yep. <laughs> that was one of my favorite episodes because it's just, it is a perfect example of the kind of thing that you only get in Star Trek where just some weird thing happens. Because they're exploring the unknown. They didn't know that that was going to happen. Of course they didn't. I like that. Although it does sometimes lead to episodes like Voyager's Threshold. That one I didn't like. But regardless of, of Paris becoming a, a amphibian uh, and kidnapping <laughs> Janeway, um, uh, we should talk hmm. about the new lovers in the air stuff. Because there's new rewards. For instance, there's the uh, there's armor for lovers in the air, right? As addition to like the, there's also new armor for the Lunar Festival, which I should also should have mentioned at the same time. There's armor for your your dragon mount oh. special ones from both yeah. Lovers in the Air and and uh, the Lunar Festival. The Lunar Festival one I know, but I don't actually know the one for Lunar. Can one of you tell me about it? There's there's a new dragon riding mount armor for Lovers in the Air, and for the Lunar Festival, it's just like you go and you give the vendor gold and you yeah, get you your armor. Yeah. yeah, but for Love is in the Air, I believe it comes from the heart-shaped boxes. So you might get it, you might not get it if you're if you're going and doing and doing the event. But there are a lot of new rewards for Love is in the Air. Um, there are new toys. There's a new Heart Seeker Mana Ray mount, which I think is kind of horrifying looking. It's like a it's a mana ray with like an angry fanged face. Yeah, it's but it's, it's pink. The one, yeah, it's, it's pink. It's the one from Burning Crusade that I spent so much mm -hmm. time getting. Yeah, no, I love that mount. I think it's great. But there's I, a. It is indeed a hideous fang moth. Yeah, there's a, a pink moth, a heart seeker moth. Um, so there's lots of new things to go get. And uh, the, by the way, the the love is in the air uh, armor 
is for the renewed Proto Drake mount mm-hmm. from Dragonflight, and the one from uh, the Lunar Festival is the Winding. Uh, I want to say Winding Scale Shifter. Is that his name? Wild the wind the Winding Slither Drake. There we go. Ah, uh, uh, that, that, that one. one. Okay. Yeah. That's the one that you have to buy. The one for the renewed Proto Drake is the one that you get from the box, like complete mm-hmm. the uh, Love is in the Air event. So yeah, the and, two new two new armors to get and and of other stuff like that. Reiterate it. And there there are a whole lot of new quests this year. So even if you've done Love in the is in the Air before, you should take the uh, intro quest. There's going to be people bothering you in Veldraken about hey, go back to Stormwind or Orgrimmar and see the vendors out here. There are lots of new quests, lots of new rewards, and uh, it's pretty interesting. This is another thing. Time. I have picked up that introductory quest, but have not gone to complete it from there. So, but go do it. It's new content. I love new content. I love that these holidays are kind of slowly getting refreshes to give us something new. And I mean, love is in the air is a cool event, but it's been a cool event that's been very similar every year for a while. So I'm looking forward to seeing all of the new stuff this year. I mean, I just like new stuff. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let, let's be honest. Anytime there's something new in the game, it's a good time. And I, I mean, even if it's minor, it makes me happy. Even, you know, yeah, change, change doesn't happen as frequently or rapidly as I would like it to sometimes in game. So it never does. So anytime we get a little extra, even if it's just a new set of armor, then I'm super happy. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay. Um, I also, yeah, we will point out that the Lunar Festival is currently happening in World of Warcraft. Um, I think it's happening till the 19th. Uh, might be the 20th, but it, it, it's still going on. Uh. Lunar Festival is going until the 17th, mm-hmm. and Love is in the Air is going until the 19th. Both of those are currently okay. live, so you can go in, get your armor, do quests, try to get your X45 Heartbreaker and still not get it. But you can try. You yeah. can try another year, another yeah. chance. Another uh, chance to see how RNG is the most frustrating mistress of all. And- uh, and the yeah. funny thing is, last year they increased the drop chance for the X45, but uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Still nobody got it, but yeah. <laughs> you know, so, du- doubling anyway. doubling point zero one five is is not Still all that pretty low. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here we are. Here we are. But you have a chance to get it. You have to live in hope. There's a chance through the nineteenth. So. Uh, meanwhile, Overwatch is doing a Lunar Festival. They started it already. Uh, I think they started it last week or actually in January. Um, last week was January. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
I keep forgetting that, that it's, it's it's only sad. Yeah, it's, it's a little crazy. It's, it's a little February crazy over 6th. here. It's February sixth. Somehow. <laughs> And yet, somehow, it feels like it's again the February sixtieth. But that's going till February nineteenth. Uh, that might be where I got the other dates. Um, I don't really understand anything about it, uh, but you know, it, it exists, and you can play it. There's a there's a new uh, event modes. Uh, one of them is capture the flag again. It's capture the flag blitz though. It's the faster paced version of capture capture the flag with flag bases closer to each other and. You have to go. It, it's basically just let's do this even faster. Um, and I forget what the other one is. A bounty hunter? Yeah, bounty hunter. It's the death match. That's coming back too. I don't see anything else. Uh, so those are the new modes. There's various challenges you can get for more rewards and so forth. It's it's you know the year of the dragon lunar festival. Uh, that's what it is, and that's going till the nineteenth. Uh, nothing really like. There's no new hero or anything being introduced. Uh, there's no. some new skins, but. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, your standard Overwatch event. There's yep. uh, new things to play, new skins to earn. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I'm actually I'm looking I'm... forward to, to getting in and trying to find some time for it because I was actually really having fun now that I can play Overwatch 2. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because I do actually really like how they've done Lunar New Year in the past. Like, I just, I like the skins. I like the game modes. Um I always thought they were fun, so I am actually really looking forward to popping in on that again. All right, and when you do, I will start nagging you mercilessly to tell us more about it. Uh, but at this <laughs> um, point, we're going to... Oh, go ahead. I, I do want to to jump in and add something, not about Overwatch, but uh, kind of flows into WoW's Love is in the Air holiday is that we've just gotten the February trading post. In oh, right, WoW. you did say you wanted to talk about that, and I forgot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I just mentioned that late, so... Uh, have either of y'all checked out the February trading post? Yes. I went to when you said it, but I haven't done so. So go ahead, Joe. Uh, and I'm and Liz, a, two of you talk. I was really happy that they had more pink transmog, and I bought one thinking that it was, you know, for multiple classes, uh, and then learned that it is only for leather, and I am very sad, because I have, like... Oh, is that the the Valajar? Yeah, the Battle Raps of the uh, Honored Valajar. I was uh, like, this is so cool. I, this looks so awesome. Why is this leather? I I also bought it for my you know plate wearing paladin. So we're in the same boat. Same boat. Yeah, but there's I mean there's a nice pink double cape. There is a nice pink double cape. Go ahead, Liz. And the the reward for finishing this month's trading post is it's uh it's a wild sailor moon inspired uh white with a big pink bow. It's and for some reason a witch's hat. Uh, it's white, so white and so pink. It's like it's perfect. It's the perfect I Valentine's Day transmog. Want it? There is also there is also a cloak, which is just a giant ribbon and a heart that you wear on your back. And uh, there is there are two different bows you can get. Yeah, they're actually really shoot, neat. Go ahead. And they shoot like little heart shaped arrows. It's. They've gone all out this month with uh, with with interesting kind of Valentine's Day themed looks that are just kind of over the top. There's a lot of bright pink going on, and I love yeah, it. I've been doing the, nothing nothing but playing with Transmog lately. If you're into one-handed axes, there's the Lost Crusaders Amethyst Battle Axe. It's, it looks like a two-hander, but it's a one-hander. And it is like electric pink crystal around so the good. edge. Um, for so two-hand weapons, there's the... Uh, the staff is the Twilight Witch's Gothic staff, and the Lo- Love Witch's Rosy staff. 
they're both very Halloween. I'm mean, not Halloween. <laughs> they're very Halloween themed. Just <laughs> they're very ma- magical girl themed. <laughs> yeah, they are very mm-hmm. magical girl themed. Uh, they're, they they kind of got the the heart in the center and all that jazz. They're they're really kind of neat. I actually think the Twilight Witches one looks really cool. Yeah, um, and of course, of course, the Twilight Witch look is kind of it's it's the Sailor Moon look you can buy from the Trading Post, except it's a store thing that you have to buy for like thirty dollars. It says it's, it says trade is tender here. No, I mean like there's the weapon you can buy from the trading mm-hmm. post. Oh but okay. the transmog, there's a oh, whole transmog okay. that matches it. Yeah. But yeah. it's in the store. If you want to get the whole thing that matches, it's like, oh, oh well that's kind of disappointing. I am I am looking at the fluorescent split blade here, which is a two handed sword that is basically two swords. Uh, stuck together on a on a hilt in traditional and, uh, wow fashion. Yeah, it, 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 I'm not. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm 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 excited. But you know, just let you know that's what it is. But it is very heavily like I'm actually going to say it's more of a maroon color. But mm-hmm. it, it's nice. I really like it. There's also a couple fell themed things. There's the ruby fell fl- fire split split blade and the ruby fell fire st- a bulwark a shield and a one handed sword. They each cost traders tender. Fairly expensive too for one-handed weapons, um, but you know, nice gold and red look, which is you know, it does kind of fit the Halloween. The Halloween. I'm keep calling it Halloween. The <laughs> Valentine's Day theme. Jeez, <sighs> yeah, I, I want Halloween back. Apparently, I wasn't aware. Uh, also, I mean, this who one, doesn't want Halloween back? I mean, just yeah. No, I, I I'm not yeah. I'm not surprised that I feel that way. But I just keep. I wasn't aware. That every time I opened my mouth, I was going to say Halloween instead of Valentine's Day. Uh, but yeah, there's actually a lot of cool stuff here. Like the crown of the white rose is is real. Um, I don't know what you call it. Extra. It's it's nice yeah. if you're if you're looking yes. to like go all it's, out. You know, it's a crown and it does go all out. I like it. I I like honestly. I'm really mad that I bought the uh, the battle wraps because I kind of wish I would have got the crown instead. Yeah, uh, I can see that. I can see being a little upset. And about I don't that. think, and I don't think I can refund it because I've already logged out. So no, yeah, you can't. You have like two hours to do a refund, and uh, yes, yes, you're. Well, if you're you, I think if you it. if you log out, isn't it st- like the timer doesn't start up until you come back in? Either way, hey, 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 Blizzard, hey, Blizzard, give us more time, or clearly label your stuff. Thanks. Yeah, but there's also three corsages, which I'm going to mention because again, we love transmogrity. Four corsages, although one of them is actually one of them is just a bouquet. Uh, The bouquet, the sanguine bouquet, is an offhand item that, but it's a you know, it's a bouquet that looks like it did want to drink your blood. Absolutely, it does. Uh, But then there's the fanciful corsage, the gothic corsage, and the rosy corsage. All three are like you know. The rosy corsage says item type hand. Uh, there's also the sanguine bouquet as well that falls in that sort of category. Yeah, yeah. The first one I mentioned was the sanguine bouquet. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, two are wrist, That's... one says gl- hand, so it's the gloves. Does this mean you can have two corsages? Ooh. Maybe. That would be interesting. I'm going to double, this I'm going to just... do wheeled corsages. There were just so many great things on the trading post this month that I ran through all of my traders tinder and there are still so many things have I we, wish I could buy. Have we mentioned the very pretty fox yet? Did I space no, we out haven't and forget that? About them. No. Uh there's two pets and a mount. The mount oh, is the mount the is so good. Fur and ship fox, uh continuing the Sailor Moon theme. Uh it is a you know, it's a mount and it is a it's similar to there's a there's another one that was like blue. There's a blue fox mount that can mm-hmm. fly. Mm-hmm. This one's a kind of very light pink slash purple and white flying fox. With, it is amazing. With, 
with gold and pink jewelry. It's great. Um, if I hadn't bought that Valajar armor, I would own this already. But I bought the Valajar armor because I was like, oh, cool transmog set. And now I don't have the trader's tender to buy this amazing fox. Yep. Next month. That's next why month. I, I have it frozen for next month. That's why I like logging into the game after I do this podcast. Because you guys say these things, and I'm like, Aha, I saved myself from Nintendo. You, um, you have it doesn't. That just does not look like a leather transmog, and it does not warn you in an obvious way. And I'm a little upset. So yeah, what I, is, can, like, I can see it. I can see it thinking it's mailer plate. Looking at it, the, prob- uh, the yeah. problem. Battle wraps the honored Valager. Go ahead, Joe. I was going to say the problem that I think with this, and I, and I, I I'm going to. This is an actual criticism with a solution that I think, in theory, could be implemented. The problem that you run into is that they will show you the item on your character regardless of whether or not yeah. you can equip it. And if mm. they could have something that checks that, like they do literally everything else, they already have it in there with the transmog system. The transmog system only reveals to you things you can actually equip or transmog into. Um, mm. They could do something with that with the training post, and I think that would reduce a lot of the heartache because I know multiple people have this issue because I hear about it on the forums and and. Uh, another social media quite often where it's like, yeah, this would be a really cool feature, but I keep warning on attendees uh, because I wind Mm -hmm. up, you know, buying something and then not realizing that I can't use it because it looked cool on my character. So maybe add a little something that like warrants that the, the current character you're looking at on can't equip it. That would be really cool. Sorry. I don't disagree with you, Uh, but we should also mention fast. The two pets are Bugsy, who is a kind of purple robot bug. I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, it it doesn't, looks like ladybugs to me, honestly. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not yeah. actually a robot, but it's got a very crystalline look to it. So, uh, but it, but they're both very cute. They do look like ladybugs a bit, um, but they also have giant eyes, which is always nice. But yeah, there's it's, two of them: I mean, pink and brown and blue and red and blue. Go ahead. Choose. It's it's a it's a red ladybug and a pink ladybug. That's just how they read to me, ladybugs. And I couldn't buy any of them because. There's so much to buy this month. Too it's much. So you hard. bought yourself the armor, and then oh, you couldn't yes. even use it. Yeah. I'm going to have to level that rogue. I have a feeling I'm going to freeze in the fox if I can't get to it. I, I definitely froze it. the fox. Well, I yeah. have another. I have the other fox frozen, frozen right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a problem. That's a tough one. It is a conundrum. That's but okay. I think that, that's a pretty decent coverage of what's going on with the trading post. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a very nice themed trading post. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also, I mean, I, no, I guess we didn't mention that there's a, uh, the X-53 Touring Rocket is available for yes. 100 oh, yes. Traders Tender. Yes. So we, since we were talking about people not getting the rocket from Love is in the Air, you can get a rocket. Well, this um, is the can, one that was from the, um, the uh, Bring a Friend, right? The, the yeah, recruiter it's friend. The old bring a friend. It's the yeah. old Bring a Friend amount. But it's 100 Traders Tender. That's nothing. Yeah, you, you can just jump in and to, buy it. If you've been trying to get yourself a rocket mount and, you know, you're just not getting it from that... The, those greedy, you know, undead folks, and and when they die, they just won't drop it. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, also, it's in the, it's in, go ahead. As gonna, also, as a reminder, if you folks are out there really looking for like rockets, don't forget engineers can make two of them. There are two. There are two craftable rocket mounts out there that you can that you can have done for you, old school style. Just throwing that out there. Uh, but that pretty much, I think that's a good coverage. I mean, there's also the mannequin charm, which. I mean, makes you it's look creepy. like a mannequin. It's yeah, super it's so creepy. creepy. Okay, thank, th- okay. I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like you know, it doesn't look so much like a mannequin to me, and more like, hello, I've turned into partially wood. So yeah, <laughs> uh, go ahead, talk about it. You do 
I mean, it's only ten tendies, so like it might be something I buy just as a like an a, an effort. But like, it is bad. I, I actually went in there and I bought it because I'm like, oh, it's ten. It'll add to my toy collection. And then I like looked at it and I looked at it and I looked at it and I returned it because it's just. I'm like, okay, this is one extra toy for my collection. It only costs ten tendies, but. No, I can't stand it. I can't own it. No, take it back. Also, on I, the one hand, it's cheap, but on the other hand, existential horror. I, I mean, also, I just want to point out that I really love the fact that instead of calling it Trader's Tender, that the community has sort of embraced calling it Tendies. It really makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, Trader's, Trader's Tender is so many syllables. <laughs> We're not going to call it that. Trades. Like, you know, <laughs> trades or Trades. Uh, no, Tendies well, you, is, is You say fast. Trades, and I think a tradies and then i'm like why are we gonna go for the spice now come on let's not well i mean you know the spice is life but regardless yeah i i, I think tendies was even if you don't watch lower decks and i do watch lower decks so I, I have positive connotations for the name tendy but regardless yeah tendies was destined but let's what else we get to do i think we're kind of getting low on time here thanks for having a clock diablo 4 i love you <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm serious. Diablo Four having a that clock was one of the that was one of the best quality of life features they put into Diablo Four that nobody talks about. Diablo yeah. Three, no clock. Diablo Four, I know what time it is, so I can feel bad about how much I, how much time I've spent running around on my druid. I can. I, the thing for me is it, it tells me what time it is here, like in mm. my house, not yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. yeah, like there's a clock and wow, but I have to try and extrapolate. No, you what just said, you just mean? you just said it, and wow, you can actually—that's a setting you can adjust there. Yeah, but it's uh, for years I had to extrapolate it, and this one just from the start tells me what time it is. Fair it's enough. Just, I didn't have to do anything, but we do. We covered the. Uh, we should talk about the rewards you can get from Amazon Prime. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything for Twitch right now. Uh, Liz is going to correct me that there is, I'm sure, but I couldn't find it. I, I looked and looked and looked and couldn't find a Twitch drop uh, for any Blizzard property. Liz, had, did you find one somewhere? I I'm not aware. No. Okay. Good. I uh, mean, if they're they're they come and go all the time. So yeah, that's that, why I keep checking. But as of yeah, yeah. as of today, the the last one they did was last month. I think it mm-hmm. ended on January nineteenth. That was the Diablo mount. Uh, they haven't yeah. done a new one since, as far as I there, can. There there was the camp the Grim campfire just ended, and that one's that one's super cool. But it's it's gone, so we shouldn't talk about it. Okay, uh, what we will talk about then are the following things which we can still get. You can get the Capping Crackers pet from WoW. Uh, that's the pirate parrot. Um, that's the one that gets us all thinking that the next thing is going to be pirates because they put a pirate parrot in the game. Um, he's available till February 27th. Uh, again, you just go, you just hook up your Amazon Prime account to your WoW account or your, Blizz- your Battle.net account, what you want to call it, and then you get, you get Capping Crackers. Um, if you're playing Hearthstone, the random standard epic card uh, award is good until February 14th, and that's when that ends. So you got about a week, uh, a little bit more, like a week and a day. So yeah, I guess by next Wednesday, that'll be expiring, but you've got till that to do it. You just, again, same thing, hook up your account. Uh, Overwatch 2 still has the Rosewood Moira uh, epic skin until the 15th. Yep, Which right, is- right up to my birthday. Which is so cool that even I think it's cool, and I have not been playing Overwatch. Yeah, but it is a cool skin. Uh, oh, it yeah. is like it's what you cool. want that mannequin to look like instead of what it does <laughs> look like, which is just uh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, a um, lot of a lot of detail on it. it. It's got a like kind of poison ivy esque theme if you're into DC comics. It, it's it's good. I like it. Uh, 
But I think that means we can move on to doing maybe one or two emails before we end the show. Um, do you guys have anything else before we do that? I, I want to make sure I'm not jumping the gun. No, I'm good. I'm Liz. I'm I'm just adjusting my transmog over here. You know, all right. Important you, you, work. You do that. <laughs> Um, I was just doing that on my Diablo character, so I totally feel you. That's fair. Um, That's fair. So if you've got a question or a statement, sometimes you guys just send in statements when we, we talk about those. Uh, but if you've got anything you want to bring to our attention, you can do this in a multitude of ways. One is to email us at podcast at blizzardwatch.com with podcast or Blizzard Watch as the subject line. We got a question this week that I kind of feel like you meant to send to Lorewatch but you didn't, you put <laughs> podcast up top and I grabbed it and I'm key. I'm still not sure if we're going to do it. I might just make Joe take it for next week um, or no, Sunday at this point. But if you, if you don't want to email us, if you want to ask a question in our discord, we've got two channels there for you to use. Uh, there's the Q and podcast questions channel, which is an open space for everybody to come in and just ask us questions or say things. And we, we look there and, and, and high and you know, harvest the best for the show. Um, but if you're, you know, a patron and you want to ask us a question, we do tend to try to look for your questions first because you guys help keep the lights on and keep the site going. So if you want to put your, if you're a patron, you can put your uh, question or comment in the uh, Q, uh, the um, pot, no, patron Q and podcast questions channel uh, where we will look for them. Um, and as Joe often says every week, and as I often forget, if you've got a special pronunciation to your name, it's real helpful if you tell us what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I, if you put that in there, just say, pronounce it this way. We, we would so love, we will do our best if you don't, but our best is often way off from, from what you actually would want us to say. So if you've got that, that'd be great if you can put that in. But um, right now we're going to do these emails. I'm going to start actually with an older one here. Um, this one's from Azerloon from the garrison to the covenants there were mission tables. Anyone still using them? I get elixirs of giant growth and pet charms from them, but otherwise not much else these days. If others are still doing this content, what are you after? Uh, and then there's also another question, um, which I'll, I'll go in after this. So we'll start with this one. Either of you guys still doing the mission tables? I didn't do them when they were current. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, sorry. I'm not uh, to, yeah. I, that, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that I, it's a feature that, I think was cool at the time. And I think the Shadowlands one was probably the closest to what I would have liked to have seen it been, which would have been like the auto battler ish type thing. Mm. Um, but it still had that timer cooldown on it. That was like a mission table. And then you got a random uh, sequence at the end of it when the timer was up to show you what the battle looked like. And it was like, you were almost there. You almost made it what I wanted it to be so close. Uh, but otherwise it was just kind of like a resource management game in a game where I was already managing resources and time. And it was kind of like, eh, I'm good. All right, what about you, Liz? Uh, I am not. I'm one of those people who barely had the patience to do them when they were new. Um, I mean, like, they're they're interesting little mini-games, but they I felt they got tiring pretty quickly. And, as Joe has said, the Shadowlands version, it was an auto-battler that somehow managed to kind of sidestep all the fun things about an auto-battler, which are having a little bit of control, having that kind of instant feedback of getting in there and fighting and watching your minions fight. And it's it's just weird that it's this auto-battler that managed to avoid any feature that I enjoyed about auto-battlers. So, 
I know there's, and Blizzard has significantly nerfed the gold rewards from these old mission tables, so you can't, I know a lot of people used to go back and grind them for cash, but uh, not, not anymore, you can't, you can't do that. There are some rewards you can still get from the mission table, like you mentioned pet charms. Pet charms are a decent thing, you can go and get rewards like that. But I don't think they're the most efficient things to go do. So, for the most part, I don't think it's worth doing the jumping around. Yeah, I liked... I was one of the people who actually liked mission tables mm-hmm. in, in in Warlords. Mm-hmm. They had their problems. Uh, and one of the problems was that between mission tables and all the other stuff in the garrison, you never left your garrison. Mm, yeah. Like, and, and mission tables at the time, they had a timer, but the timer tended to be like a couple hours for, for some missions. And some Mm -hmm. of them were like tomorrow, but you ended up having, if you were going to efficiently use them, you had to basically come back a lot. Mm -hmm. You had to like, you know, you go do a dungeon, then you come back to your garrison and be like, okay, I got this one done now. So I, you know, now I'll put all my stuff into a new one. And it just, it got to a point where I felt like I was juggling a lot to to make use of it. And then when they put it in, uh, in Legion, I really... I straight up only liked the Legion ones that gave you actual quest stuff. Mm. Like do this mission and then it unlocks a quest that you can go do that. I liked everything else about it. I didn't, uh, I was like, N- I, I just felt, you know, we're getting to the point where the entirety of the mission table is I make other people go play a game <laughs> and then find out how they did. And I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. So I, I liked it when I would go and like, I'd, I'd be as the commander of my, my class order hall, I'd send people off to open up this front and then I'd go in and do it. You know, the actual game part of it, I'd go play that. I liked, mm-hmm. like I, li- I liked running. Um, oh, the, the dungeon with a uh, hell yeah in it, the dungeon, not the raid, the, the I, evil boat one that you had to do. You I guys know remember. What you're oh talking yeah. About, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. Yeah. You, you go, that one didn't get opened for me until I did a mission on the mission table. And then it opened up and gave me a quest. And I actually had to go in and fight the first boss and beat him. And then he became one of my followers. Hmm. Uh, like you literally basically capture him, bring him back to Odin and Odin being a kindly soul made him your slave. Uh, it's like, you know, great buddy. Yeah. You're really feeling mm-hmm. good about this. Mm-hmm. Odin. But regardless, yeah, I liked it there. That's... But by the time I got to battle for Azeroth, it was like, Oh, Oh, do we have to keep doing this? And I have to do it to get like bases and stuff open on the other continent. Like ah, I was like so hoping not to do this anymore, and then they showed up in Shadowlands, and I was like, "Are you are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me with this? I haven't wanted to do this in two expansions, and you just keep bringing it back." And I was the only one who wasn't excited for the auto battler thing because I'm not that big a fan of those. But then they ner- they didn't even do the auto battler thing. Mm. Like I've, I'm like all my friends who wanted it to be an auto battler showed up, and were like, "Oh, it's not even real." I'm like, "Why do that? Why why not just let it be an auto battler?" The timer was always just to limit how many you could do, right? And that was like, why not just make it so you can do five in a day and you're done? Like, why make it have this timer thing where you can't get your reward right away? And so you go and you put them in and you forget about it. Just just put a, like a limit of how many you can do in a day. Done. Uh, it, you're making this way too complicated for me. So, yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't do them anymore. Uh, although now that I find out that they can get giant growth potions from them, I'm, I'm going to figure out which ones those are and hit those up. I love giant growth. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't do it anymore. Uh, next part of this question. No gold, no gear, no mount, no pet, no honor, no rep, no nothing to get. When the only goal is fun, what content do you run? Um, I'll just answer this one first. Uh, getting 
gear, like transmog gear is, is my fun. Like, so saying none of that stuff, I, I, I mean, there's a certain point where there's literally nothing I to do except explore it. And I've already explored a lot of it. I love, I love going and doing old quests mm. and, and like, you know, oh, I didn't do this quest at the time, but it, it gives you like a ridiculously ugly hat. I'm in. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Let me get that ugly hat. I want that ugly hat. There's a quest in, um, it's in the Burning Crusade, uh, Alarian Stronghold. I, mm-hmm. I don't know where the Horde get it. I know the Horde get it probably in one of the Horde bases in, in that area. But one of the rewards is a ugly plate hat that looks like a wolf helmet, like a wolf head helmet. <laughs> Like you're wearing half of a wolf head on your head, but way worse than other things that look like that did in WoW. Like the shaman, shaman have a really great mask that that is like a big cat head that they wear on their head, but that one's cool looking. This thing is the mangiest, ugliest thing possible. <laughs> I've gotten it every time I can. And whenever I'm on a new character who, who wears plate, I make absolutely sure to go do that quest when I'm in that area. Like, uh, and if I'm, since you can go like you can use the time warp thing to pop to any expansion you want, you can do it on characters like your death Knight that you just started. You can just pop over there and, and do a bunch of quests and, and then get to Larian stronghold and just get this ugly, ugly wolf hat. And so I will do that constantly. I love that kind of thing with trans that. So I would say transmog is my fun thing. And yes, that does involve getting gear, but I'm not getting the gear for power. I'm getting the gear because, wow, I look, I look utterly ridiculous in these pants. I'll take 10. You have them in every color. I want to look ridiculous. Give me my metal chaps. So yeah, that, that's me. Uh, Liz, what about you? I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here right now with a transmog window open. I think we're on the same wavelength here. I, I mean, I really, if I'm not doing anything... I'm I'm either doing old content, stuff that I haven't done, just to experience it. And yeah, WoW still does have a fair amount of that, whether it's like old class content that I never cleared. And, you know, in the past year of Dragonflight, WoW has been rolling out so much content so fast. There are story quests I still haven't done. Not like minor side quests, though there are some minor side quests I haven't done, but like main story quests. like. Putting the blue dragonflight back together. I've done some mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, I've But there's it. like, there are so many quests to go, hey, let's go here and talk to this dragon that you've never heard of before. And then let's go over here and talk to this other dragon. And then we'll go over there. And it's like, there's so much going on in dragonflight that there's just, there's a lot. There's a lot that I haven't done. And I, you know, back in the day when you had Loremaster... Uh, I used to be a real completionist about doing every quest in every zone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's still lore master, but it's different than it was. It used to like really, yeah, you had really to find require you. Yeah. You had to find every little side quest. That one little was... quest given by like a bug under a tree. <laughs> you had to find <laughs> that bug and get that quest. Yeah. I mean, these days it's like, Oh, you finished this main zone story and you're done, but it used to be, okay, you've got to go and, yeah, go find that bug sitting under a tree way off the beaten path, take its quest, go do it. Then maybe you find out there's another bug under another tree and you've got to keep going. Um, so a lot of the times I will go and just, you know, dig into those quests that have been in my quest log, things I've forgotten about, the exclamation point on my map that I know is there, that I know has been there, but I haven't done anything about it. 
And uh, also transmog. You know, collecting new looks, collecting interesting looks, hopefully collecting looks I can equip and not buying Valachar armor for classes I don't play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, like right now I have a transmog screen up and I found a hat that looks really cute on my Volpera. But I'm like, nothing I own matches this hat, so I have to go back and forth and back and forth with every possible combination of armor until I find something that's perfect. And maybe what's perfect will be a different hat. I don't know. I just, I just, that's really fun. And so it's fun collecting new things and putting them together in new ways. All right, Joe. Dungeons. I absolutely love dungeons. I always have. I think that it's been some of the best content that they've ever put out has been found in dungeons. So when I'm uh, like, we, we talked about in the, the pre-show about how many seventies I have this expansion, uh, which mm-hmm. is a lot of them, and they're not—they're sh- not all shaman. One's a shaman. I, I've actually been going through and playing other classes, folks. Um, but like uh, through that, it's also been a way for me to just enjoy dungeons again. I like that content. I like going through. I like the storytelling that's done in the dungeons. Um, I like seeing those locations because in a lot of a lot of the cases. You can only see those locations by going to the dungeon. Like Grimbatal is a really good example. I like Grimbatal, mm-hmm. um, but it's a place that you can only visit as a dungeon. There's no, for lack of a better term, overworld version of it that you can go pop into. Not yeah, all no, of them. If you want to see it, you have to go into the dungeon. And there are some that you can go into, like Zulgurub and and uh, I think Zul- Zulaman. You can actually fly into. And there's a, a a version of it that isn't the instance, and that's kind of cool. But for the vast majority of the dungeons, you cannot do that. Um, mm-hmm. And I just I like it. Or um, we were doing the I was doing Burning Crusade uh, stuff the other day, and going through uh, the Tempest Keep uh, dungeons, and remembering how epic it was to get in those the first time, and you know being told that yes, the Exodar was one of these ships that was around here. And these aren't necessarily dungeons. They're crystal ships that are living uh, and then going through and seeing how they were configured and what they were doing and, you know, going to one, Oh, this is a prison. And Oh, this one's like a, a conservatory. Uh, like, and it was just really rad to sort of see that and going all the way back to even like Skolomance and upper black rock spire. Like, Yes, at one point they were raids, and that is a technicality, but they're still dungeons. They were meant to be smaller content. Um, it just It's one of my favorite parts of the game. It's something that I don't know that other games do even remotely close as a, as a good job of that. Like, I like Final Fantasy XIV. I think the story's kind of cool. I do not like their dungeons or their, their group content or whatever. The, I forgot what they call them. Um for whatever reason, I just do not like it. It doesn't sing to me in the same way. A lot of it feels like it's just part of the other world or, um, you know, it, it rest of the world in a normal way. It doesn't feel special to me the way that wow dungeons do. And no other MMO has really captured that like, like that. And even like I talk about how much I love city of heroes and I do love city of heroes. Their dungeons were relatively generic all things considered. Mm. Um, Their dungeons were generic to the point where they didn't even like, they didn't feel like dungeons. They felt like any open world zone that you went to. Yes. Which I think 
in a massive degree, more so than I'd say Final Fantasy even. I, I will agree like, with that, yeah. I think that might have been by time, design, but yeah. it was, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, man. The only time I ever felt like a Final, like a, a City Heroes dungeon felt like something, like an experience, was one dungeon that you can get through through City of Villains. Yeah, the one that was never that wasn't changed or didn't change its location of the stuff like the other ones did. Yeah, it was. Yeah. that's the thing is they did it a lot of random stuff, a lot of you know uh, random random generated content in their dungeons, which don't they then then don't have a, a curated map. It's just you go in and there's new stuff in new places. That's fine for like a rift in Diablo, but when you are trying to take like a bunch of your friends through a dungeon, it just it doesn't feel like anything. It doesn't feel like we are going to this ancient place that has been like lost for centuries. It feels like, you know, here's a bunch yeah. of boxes that moved in a different direction and, and loot them. And like, look at like the Northrend dungeons when you're doing like, um, why can't I think of the name of the, the bug city that we go to? Oh, on Katet. On yeah. So when we go into there and like how much you can go and look out and see, like you're in a small section of it and you look out and it just is this massive thing. And it yeah, just feels yeah. special. It feels epic. The same thing with Mechagon. Like Mechagon was a mega dungeon, but you get these these moments where like you're flying around, you're going between different areas, and you look out and you realize exactly how big Mechagon is. Heck, let's look let's go to something that's gonna be a raid in um in WoW Classic Season Discovery 2. Mm-hmm. Nomergon. Yeah. Think mm-hmm. about how big Nomergon feels. You don't actually go to half of it. But you can see it. Like when you, I remember going yeah. through Normagon, and there's that part where you're supposed to try to get down to the first level, and there's ways to get there. But the groups I was in, almost always someone fell off, mm-hmm. and then the, <laughs> the whole group would have to get down there right now because the the encounter started. And if you didn't keep it down there, that ooze was going to come upstairs, and then you had no you had no chance. You were not going to beat that thing up there. And I just I, I remember thinking, it just even the mishaps felt planned. Like Nomergon to this day, it's a dungeon I absolutely hate to do with people who aren't like, you know, patient. But mm-hmm. when it's a group of my friends and we can just laugh at how, how terrible we are, it's a blast. Uh, Nomergon's it's really well designed as long as, you know, everybody on, is on board. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But I think that might actually be it for us this week because uh, we're a little over time and we've answered one person's two questions. I'm sorry for everybody else. I'll, we'll, we'll get to you as soon as we can next week or be uh, Joe, if you don't mind. Oh, let me find the thing. Here it is. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to generous contributions at patreon.com slash Blizzard Watch. Your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast with the queue, and an ads free site experience. Thank you, Joe. And thank you also to Liz for catching that we completely didn't talk about the trading post before we moved too far on. Because uh, I, you, you had mentioned it. Yeah, trading post this week, this month is actually really good. Uh, if you guys uh, remember, if you got a question for us, you can use Discord. We have two channels there the Patreon Q and Podcast Questions channel and the Q and Podcast Questions channel uh, for non patrons. You can use either one of them if you're a patron. You can use the uh, second one if you are not a patron. And we understand if you're not, but you know, if you want to be, you know, hey, a couple bucks a month, you get to ask us questions in two channels um, and other things. But thank you guys so much for being here with us. This has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast, and we will see you next week. <laughs>